to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we already do some podcasting on a Monday, okay? It is a Monday, in case you forgot what days of the week are, if you've been trapped in the house, if you've been working from home, if you've been off work, whatever. Uh, I know it's all running together, it but really does. it's a very special uh, Monday because we have a guest. Uh, today's guest is Brandon from Blackbeard Travelers. Uh, I followed this man on uh, Instagram for a while. He always like he's having fun with a bunch of black people drinking alcohol, which is my kind of carrying on. <laughs> um brandon what's going on man thank welcome to the show hey yo i'm glad to be here i'm having a great day like i've been working from home but also like doing some beer stuff on the side so yeah i'm, I'm feeling real good today i just got my lunch hit the jamaican spot real quick uh, so <laughs> well, <laughs> you know you know it had to get right yeah i'm glad to hear it's going well i know um also this weekend we're all going to be part of uh fresh fest digifest um don't say it too fast uh but yeah fresh fest digifest um and it's like an all access uh like beer and uh performers and like just like a festival but in the safety of your own home you don't have to go out risk that rona any of that stuff you can get tickets i think it's ten dollars for all day i'll put the link in the uh show notes um and i know we go on at two you y'all are going on at one um can you tell everybody yeah. like what what is your uh fresh fest digifest um segment gonna be about and um you know like what uh how do you get involved with them yes yeah, so um my event is actually going to be called lounge access because it's all all about like black people enjoying craft and traveling and so lounge access is an experience where you just feel like you're in that lounge um you're chilling you're getting ready for wherever you're about to land and so i i i brought in some cohorts of mine from like four four different regions around the country and also craft beer enthusiasts so they know some knowledge and we're just going to be talking about the beers uh that we chose to represent our cities and um basically like the it's like the who's the hottest um for craft beer and 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 we put our own little swag on it to vote uh to see which one who's going to have the best beer of the situation and just also like represent who we are and our our black craft excellence so uh it's gonna be a good time dope man how'd you get involved like with beer and beer culture because i mean i you know i feel like beer alcohol drinking is kind of like a thing most people do but like what made you decide like yo this is this is i want to be a beer enthusiast you know yeah uh it was a trip to japan i got introduced to craft beer um like like the belgian styles and it it just completely opened up my eyes outside of like the bud lights and the miller lights and and the highlights uh it like after that i was just like yo the flavors are delicious it's something that i've never experienced and after like i, I went to howard uh so you may see the pen in the background H-U? Uh, so i've I'll always been about like exposing uh black people and our people to like more and more things that aren't naturally like are generally placed in front of us so i was like i gotta change this i gotta i i gotta not be the only person in the room um and just diversify people's palate like 
let them know that there's something more than what they're already being offered. How, how do you convince uh, a lot of black people to even do craft beer? Because I know for me, the way I got introduced to beer, I didn't know I, I didn't drink beer for a long time because beer tastes like piss. I was like, oh, this shit is nasty. It's terrible. Yeah. Who the hell would, would want to fucking drink this? Ah, yeah, that's actually it's a lot easier than you think um, because um, I also work in a tap room, and how I kind of introduce beer is I ask people what what type of flavors they enjoy. Um, what what do are they tasting on their palate like right now? Are they going to get something? Would they like something citrus forward, like more more like uh like fruit forward or like bready or chocolatey or like roasty? Um, I just ask people what they enjoy drinking um, naturally, and from there I kind of just introduce a style or a beer that's going to lend more towards something that someone already enjoys. And what's the difference between craft beer and the Bud Lights and the the High Lifes and the Michelobes and all that stuff? It's uh, it's how much you produce. Um, I forget the exact um, limit cap uh, that a brewery uh, must like cross over to no longer be considered craft beer, mm-hmm. but it's significantly high. Um, so a lot of so it's just as easy as being small scale, um, limited, more focused on production and and like enjoyment and not necessarily trying to mass produce and and get something to be the same beer around the world and how is that allowed for you know as you said diversity in brewing like allow black people to kind of come in the door because i would assume it's much harder to get you know like on the level of like i'm making enough alcohol is a black person to be miller light but you can always be craft yeah. so like how has that helped you know the craft because i feel like the craft beer community has grown over the last like mm-hmm. i don't know 10 to 20 years if, you, yes. if you're charlotte the city we're from we just hey. adopted the craft yep. beer identity every we have so many breweries and shit now so it's like, like they are literally everywhere it's like if you was like an abandoned warehouse you are like on the list to get transformed yeah. into a brewery and i was like how the hell we have a thousand breweries everywhere but it's so weird though because in just like um the medical marijuana industry where it's like becoming more like a groundswell and it's starting to become more legitimate and stuff i worry about black people being left out of it because right. even with the breweries we have around here how many of this is a black city how many of them are black owned how many right. you know are are black made so uh i just wonder about that as an entry point into the industry as being like well we're craft brew and we're black yes yeah, so it's actually there there is a a limiting factor that's been a lot harder for black people to get in craft beer um but uh it's growing uh one of the ways that we are going about it is we're not necessarily, we find it hard to get capital, you know, mm-hmm. like right. banks don't really give black people loans like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of like, uh, black breweries are starting out as like a contract brewing. So mm-hmm. they have their recipes, they have their brand, they have like their identity. And what they do is they work with, uh, like a, a local brewery to actually, uh, like fit in on, on their brew schedule, their own beer in, in that brewery. So they pay like the brewery some, like some, some financial benefit um, to allow them to use their equipment and the canning line and so forth. And, and that's how a lot of breweries are, are, are really like popping up, especially on like, say the East coast in the Washington DC area, the Atlanta area. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know of any black-owned breweries in Charlotte as of mm-hmm. yet, but there are some great representative uh, of black people in craft in Charlotte mm-hmm. that that are are making some notable moves. Uh, was it Eugenia from um, Black Beer Chick? Is actually she's heading up uh, an actual initiative to get more like people of diverse backgrounds into craft beer by like funding their um, initial certification mm. um, into what beer is. And so she's right there in Charlotte. So, and, and making a distinct change. So mm. we're out here. That's dope, man. Karen, were you going to say something? Yeah. W- what is one of the, the things that when you say it, it just surprises black people when it comes to craft beer, because the thing that I like about it, and I know I can learn more, I have a sweet palate. And so for me, once you start getting to like the blueberries, like that's like right up my alley. I, you know, I, I don't know if yeah. the hard ciders are considered that, but I, but, but, but that's my ram. And once I started learning, oh, it all don't taste like bitter and nasty. It opened up my world. Like what are some of the, some of the knowledge that you have and you go and you drop it and people are like, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Like uh, some, so I'm. I feel like you're leaning towards like the more like sour ales or things that are like highly fruited, and those are a great gateway into craft beer because like no one really expects beer to have like fruit in it or all these um, non-traditional adjuncts. Do you expect beer to just be um, a Miller Lite, uh, just 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 piss colored water? Um, but it's not. It's it doesn't have to be limited to that, um, and. And from that, like, you're able to, like, use so many different types of ingredients, uh, the hop profile. So you could change the water, you could change the yeast. You, you could actually, like, create a beer that's more, like, fruit forward without even having, um, any fruit in it. And so you may think, think it's like a tropical, like, pina colada, and it's all based upon the, the hops used and the yeast and how they actually ate the residual sugars. So it's, it's, these conversations that don't happen so no one ever knows that it is it's an option uh i think one of my favorite memories happened back in december um i was back at home in, in atlanta and at like the big family christmas um get together i rolled up with like a double ipa um from a, a local uh i think it, a, a local brewery in atlanta mm-hmm. and i think it was wildly and I just like slowly just feed out cans, just feed them out to see to see what people are thinking. And next thing you know, uh, my uncle's coming back. Like, where's this from? Yeah. Like, where can I get this? <laughs> like, like I got a a text from my aunt like six months after, and just like, where was this? This beer was so delicious, <laughs> mind you. At this point, it's not the freshest as it should be, but right. she's just like, yo, I need more of this beer, and and it's so it's just like just being being in that moment just to like slowly just feed and just see what people go and it's like it's it's fun it's great being black and i'm gonna ask this uh because i could see this happening being black have you ever been like picked on when people go ipa you out there with them white boys you know that's them them the one who who, who put the pink up talking about i want the ipas oh yeah that that scene from atlanta is so real i'm not <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, do you have any IPAs on top? Yeah, no, that's real. That's real. I've, I've, I've lived that experience before. Um, it, I got used to being different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it's just like, hey, I, 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 I feed into myself. It's just like, it's fun 
to just be like freely me and so i have no problem with it uh yeah yeah beer culture beer culture has always been like white culture to me when i was growing up right because uh i think i think what it was is like you had your basic beers and then you had like the craft stuff come out and then like liquor was black you know what i'm saying it was crown yeah. you know yeah, like hennessy yeah. shit. but like beer there was no like official black beer you know like mm-hmm. oh you you know maybe like a little bit was high life a little bit where you like people make jokes about it but it wasn't like no real Cold thing 45. Cold yes. 45 right malt liquor <laughs> yes. you know so like you know that slish malt liquor boy you know that kind of it was so it really didn't have that um level of sophistication and you know whatnot but as i got older it's like and maybe it's just because the culture escalated but it's like beer turned almost to wine where you know you're sipping on it's like "Mm, a a little hoppy um tasting some bitterness uh (laughs) citrus notes right yeah yeah like it kind of changed over time man i remember uh when i had white friends for about 10 years rest in peace to them um it was (laughs) like that was a thing with them is i didn't realize until i was hanging with them at bars and stuff how serious they were about their mm-hmm. beer like they don't play that they, they know the alcohol they know percentage everything everything that you'd be like wow oh. yeah so it's interesting to see um because one of the hindrances to me getting into beer culture at that time was unfortunately being around drunk white people so <laughs> so there's like this <laughs> you know it's like oh, we're yeah. getting drunk together but then at some point it's like uh you starting to say things that i wish you were sober because you wouldn't say those things so um finding that that like racial connection you know kind of finding that like saying that like look we're black people we're in the beer we're traveling we're having meetups and all that stuff i think more people would be likely to get into the culture because people right you know as karen said i've seen in the chat beer is nasty beer is this it's like well that's assuming beer is one thing right like if you try like a yeah. beers don't taste the same i've mm-hmm. had beer that tastes like fucking blueberries like me too it just really depends on what you're into and i think um uh, the other the last thing i'll say before i hand it back to you is um the social peer pressure of drinking is weird because like white dudes are very like it has to be manly we're drinking masculine we're pounding brews as opposed to like you know with me as a black i have a negro uh taste palette okay so i like sweet things you know and so you know when i first started i'd be like you know what i'm gonna try this um uh mike's hard ale or some shit you know i would i'm gonna try this uh this fruity decider or something and they would look down oh you oh you're gonna try that man oh were you gay and all that type of shit as opposed to now it's like every beer just about got some type like you go to the store and and it's like the hardcore yeah. beers also have some other version of like listen we put some sugar in this one so like uh seeing that kind of change is kind of interesting so like have you found that type of uh solidarity or uh camaraderie within adding blackness to the the beer uh culture oh yeah yeah yeah, no um so it's been it's wait i think i'm getting an echo oh uh give it a second it'll go away um say something else (laughs) yeah check check uh oh still getting the echo <laughs> anyway i i'll i ignore it yeah it's not um, echoing on no, our side uh, okay so yeah i i definitely found like that that niche that like group of people um in the last i would say three years a lot of us have like really gotten together and 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 it it helped 
to be a part of events like Press Fest. Um, it it helps to be so involved on like Instagram. It's we you we build a community. So I could tell you like some people in pretty much all the the major cities that are like into craft beer. It's uh, the ability to just travel somewhere and just like slide in somebody's DMs like I'm in your city. Uh, where should I drink? And uh, and you actually may meet up with them. It's it's pretty awesome that to see that uh, like black people and diverse people are starting to be at all levels within craft beer, from ownership to enthusiasts to just uh, like Instagram models to to just like just drinking at your local pub or actually home brewing. Uh, we're all over the place, uh, and events like Fresh Fest uh, that like bring us together. This. There's one group uh, that I'm a part of. We call ourselves the Syndicate, and we literally just never met in person. Um, we booked the Airbnb together, and we went to Press Fest last year, and we've we've been talking ever since. And it's just like it's just like a bunch of black people in craft beer just making changes, uh, and you just slowly see like these are the people that are really making moves, and they're on like this podcast or getting changing this in the news or like brewing their beer it's it's pretty amazing mm. uh and especially now because uh like all, all the corporations are looking for that diversity and uh mm -hmm. we're definitely <laughs> um like using it to our advantage yeah that, absolutely this is like the time i'm telling everybody get in while the getting's good on this white guilt okay if they send the checks go ahead and take yeah. them because uh, it's not gonna last forever so i like i've and i'm also seeing this intersection because i think this happens with everything black like our podcast to me is not like an activist podcast it's not a race podcast or whatever but it ends up being that because we are black and we care about black things yep. so we end up talking about those things um and i see it with beer too you know um i know they had this thing black is beautiful um uh, which is a collaboration yep uh with beers for supporting social justice and equality for people of color um like and there's a yes more than 600 breweries around the world are joining this oh i, mm -hmm. I could tell you even more yeah go ahead uh, yeah uh so it's over i think it's over 1100 at this point um all over the world all 50 states and i think 13 to 15 countries uh and it really started with the uh, one black brewer um, looking for an opportunity to really like make his mark and make his change in the movement because he 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 wasn't going to be in the street protesting. He mm -hmm. like he was looking for something that could best like fit his avenue and right. change. Uh, and it's it's gotten huge. It's gotten huge. It's like the the largest like beer collaboration I've seen in in a long time and. I actually uh, helped bottle a beer for a local brewery earlier today um, for that exact initiative. So wow. yeah, it is, it is, yeah, it's, it's going very well. Um, and the focus is really like in all these local communities to like, to provide those like profits towards that. And it's, this is probably like the blackest thing ever to hit in craft beer. Mm. Uh, on all levels so it's pretty amazing and how does it work to support because i know you can go to uh black is beautiful dot beer and um yeah. sign up to be like a brewery that joins the cause you can if you're a drinker you can support the cause uh by you know buying some drinks and whatnot uh how does it work on the brewery side like you say you were bottling beer for them yeah 
So on the brewery side, so there's like the cost that's produced the beer um, that most breweries are are like paying like out of pocket, and then they just sell the beer. And um, depending upon how their payment structure is, some are giving a hundred percent of the proceeds, others are giving like a fraction, mm. um, and that's to go towards a, a local uh, like organization supporting uh, like criminal reform, like social justice change, mm. and and that's that's what that's the goal um and hopefully this is just an like a beginning for all these breweries this is it's not something to do like one time um this is like it's a meant meant to start a conversation um and keep a conversation going so i know some breweries are making this an annual thing some people did their first run of, of the beer and and released that and then others are also like barrel aging it so it comes back around so they keep this conversation going wow. um so the best way to uh be a part of it is to find a local brewery um that is producing uh black is beautiful beer uh and purchase it enjoy it uh share your thoughts um introduce it to everybody i know uh i i've been trying to put on everybody i can i got more than a few different variants in my refrigerator right now and uh it's it's just like a great way to start a conversation yeah i'm looking on a list now we got some in charlotte um right now so uh you can go to black black is beautiful dot beer and at the bottom you can search by your location and your state and all that stuff that's 40 in charlotte um that's dope man i mean and if i mean i feel like if you're upset that people are supporting black lives and it makes you so mad you don't want to drink then i feel like that you real racist you know what i mean <laughs> like who, who don't want a good time it's like, like oh i was i was okay getting i was okay getting a little tipsy but i didn't want black people to feel better about themselves <laughs> right and and most of these beers are like 10 percent stouts and so Ooh. like you you about to have a good ass time right you, you <laughs> they gonna be like black is beautiful i mean i'm not saying i want to <laughs> i'm not saying i want to drink a wit too many white people they get you know i might get hang with them for about two beers and then i'm gonna leave but you know like by the end it's gonna be like aren't we all just one race the human race <laughs> i was like <laughs> right. you're all good into that last right. i love love you put their arm around you man i just love you so much rod oh man um also i know uh you know black beer travelers so part of this is you know going from place to place where all of you been on your travels uh so um but before covid and everything i think i've been to over 28 countries almost 30 wow. um and countless cities just mainly all over the world so I, I would, I have a sense of adventure. And so whenever I travel somewhere, I try to find like the local, local craft beverages. And, and so that has me like ending up in say Beijing and, and finding the local brewery there wow. or like being in Venice and just trying the local beer. It's, it's just fun to really experience culture and, and learn so much about like people. Um, through just having a conversation at the bar that's where you could like you could just sit down and just really learn so much uh and have like a, a straight up conversation so that's it's that's what i like to do and that's why what i like to also showcase because uh, black people are everywhere in the world right. uh, we're doing amazing things and and you'll be 
like the average white person surprised by this um and so like if we just put it in front of them they're just like well eventually they'll just not be surprised they just expect it uh and so that's that's kind of what i like to do uh and just it's you ever going pretty well you ever been somewhere where you was like looking for the beer culture and you're like i don't know about here you know like like if you just like stop off in like lynchburg south carolina you're like i don't know if they, that's a real place i think i'm gonna let them have this one <laughs> like you ever been intimidated uh, anywhere? It, <laughs> there there have been some some spots uh, and then, like the first time you walk in it's just like uh <laughs> you know what i'll just I, i'll just get one round and i'm out yeah but uh <laughs> take it to go you know what i mean just, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you ain't from around these parts like, are you just put a straw give me a straw and i'm good how much culture am i going to get here i don't think so uh yeah like yeah sometimes you don't always get like that 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 warm welcome um uh but you know it's hey that's that's being black like I you said you, South, so. you got a uh <laughs> you got a spirit of uh adventure like you said so that's, i mean i feel like every black person has at least one story of like you know i'm gonna try something today and you just walk into a bar you're like mm, that's that's weird that they are lynching a mannequin on the fan yes that happened <laughs> to us in the restaurant and all of us looked at each other like oh it is time to go I'm like that is an interesting uh style choice uh maybe we should Man, not nah. drink here you know <laughs> Uh, or when you walk in and then just the entire room just looks at you. Yeah, oh man, it just gets quiet. <laughs> you're like, I was like, hmm, you know what? Right. I probably <laughs> like what were y'all talking about thank before you, I walked you. in the door? You know what I mean? Yes. Like before I walked in the door, they like, you know what? I hate niggers. Okay, they are the <laughs> worst. And it's why y'all looking at me like that? It's one behind me right now, ain't it? Uh, oh, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Maybe it'll go away. But not. Nah, <laughs> I definitely know that feeling, man, but it, but it's interesting though because that 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 if you are too scared, you end up losing out on a lot of great experiences, you know, right. and meeting a lot of great people and all that type of stuff. And I feel like it's weird because alcohol is this one place where so many people come together. Like it's like all these different yeah. cultures, everybody like like you say you can travel the world and taste somebody else's different type of brew and different type of drinks that they have there as opposed to some other place on the globe and it is like the bar is supposed to be this one spot where it's like man look we all agree when we're here life is some bullshit and we want to get drunk you know (laughs) what is the most unique beer craft beer that you ever tried um I was probably I had a beer in Barcelona by this brewery called Brewdog. It's called the uh, the beer is called Sink the Bismarck. It's like forty six percent alcohol. And you basically what? <laughs> that still count as a beer? God damn! <laughs> what is the uh, limit for yeah, beer? You basically drink it like whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm making chest burn. <laughs> Come on. Whew. You don't get some hell if you ain't got none. Good grief. 46%. Oh my God. What are the cans? Is yeah. it shot glasses or cans? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they keep it in like a 12 ounce bottle, but they only, they only like pouring out three ounces. So. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Right. Okay. I was yeah, going to say, you, how can you even make money off somebody. of that? How can you even sell that? You got to be selling that shit for like $70 for six pack. 
Like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what I paid. I was just like, oh, I gotta try it. Yeah, I'm sure you can't remember. <laughs> you probably can't remember a lot. <laughs> I can't remember a lot that night. Shit. <laughs> but what I love too about the uh about the craft beer thing though are the names. Like there's so yeah. many like you go to a bar it's like sometimes i know i end up ordering stuff just because of the names i it's i don't really care what's in it sometimes i'm like i just got to have that one like oh this was this booty talk oh yeah let me get one of them you know <laughs> so like it, what what kind of unique or interesting names have you come across with these beers um see i got one right here uh i got six six feet of separation um, <laughs> like that's gotta be half the fun just coming uh, up with the name yeah it's uh yeah no it's 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 great um some other crazy she's off the top of my head uh you know what weather souls have some pretty good names mm. this is from weather souls black on brewery okay um i think they they just recently uh did a kid and play uh house party one but they call it hot party and they had like the 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 house and everything um <laughs> i mean it seemed like that would be the most fun like it don't even really matter what's in the beer or does, mm-hmm. does that even have to be on topic i just feel like as a person that loves puns you know i just yeah. like coming up with puns gotta be like half the the fun of it you know all these memes and stuff happening now like you know yeah. i'm sure somebody got an entanglements beer or something out there like <laughs> that's gotta be the fun actually they do they do wow <laughs> yeah yeah and they actually uh they they jacked the um you probably saw the meme of like i think uh yeah jada will august and, yeah and, like the enchanted little uh, yeah they basically did the enchanted meme and oh. they just did the brewers and, yeah and they called oh. the entanglement yeah. see yeah. i will order that yeah. just off of the strength of the brand it doesn't <laughs> yeah it can have the, yeah. it could actually literally have bud light inside of it i don't care i just want to have it <laughs> to take a picture of i wouldn't it, even like, open it up oh. enjoying this beer oh i got something for you to see then okay I got something for you to see then all right <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is this is what it's about. Barack Obama. Oh, that's oh, not even in shit. English. Obama beer, and that's another country because yeah. that's the only people that can really respect them because we don't hear, we don't give them enough right. love. We be talking too much shit about that man. They other countries they like remember I this. Got this in Amsterdam. 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 Wow. Yeah, that'll that'll be closed forever. Yeah. I, I just just put it in the ground with me. Well, I have to know what it tastes like. You know what I mean? I got <laughs> to know. Get to. Yeah, I gotta get two. Oh, I know it was just a regular Blondale. It's nothing too special. They just uh, put a label on it, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm keeping this. This is this is, does not get open." That's yeah. And what exactly is that's a, like the Black Jesus? Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> I would put that in if I was in the college dorm. That would be in my window, you know, like like, like just sitting by the by the blinds. Um, what exactly is like a IPA? Like I always hear people say an IPA, but like what what exactly does it mean and all that shit? Um, it's a it's a India Pale Ale. So uh, story is um, to 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 get the beer to go from like the uk all the way to india you know mm-hmm. um colonism um mm-hmm. colonialism uh, Shout out to them <laughs> basically they uh what they do is they they add more hops to the beer to allow it to stay fresher longer oh. um and so it's going to be a hop forward uh ale 
Um, so you're going to get like bitter notes, um, depending mm. upon what type of hop it's going to be. It's going to be either more bitter or more tropical, mm. more spicy, piney, citrusy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's because it's uh, IPA is kind of like, I don't know, they felt like they just blew up uh, for the last 10, 15 yeah. years or so. Um, and yeah, I mean, people love them. yeah, they love them joints. I, I don't think I'm a big IPA fan but i do i'm a big fan of the name so i will eat i will drink one occasionally just off the strength of them saying that it's you know the cool name so if you got the obama ipa yeah. i'm gonna get it but I, but then i start drinking i'll be like i don't even really a big fan of these uh i think i'm into the pale yeah. i think i'm into the pale l's though yes, because those are the lighter ones aren't those the lighter yeah the bel yet? the belgian pale l i'm into that mm-hmm. joint uh i love i love me a good bell yeah I, the, I don't like the darker ones because they're more bitter and i you know i don't like the bitterness to yep. it and what would you suggest to somebody because something that i've learned is that uh craft beers can be seasonal what are the best seasonal seasonal ones um right now uh since we just hit august it's all the pumpkin beers are coming out i know uh rod likes his pumpkin spice listen um, okay it goes good and everything <laughs> uh so yeah right now we're getting into autumn um so you're going to get like the more like heavier more like like robust bready beers um so you'll get your pumpkin beers you'll get like some porters uh maybe some dark lagers um and as it gets into the winter time you get things with spices like truly all the your beer are going to match like those those fragrances you have of, of the season so in the winter you get those like clove uh like oranges and and cinnamon and spice and and in the summer you get those like light ipas or uh, session ipas um so it's citrusy spring um like tropical so it just kind of follows exactly uh what the season is and then the beer will just kind of change with that yeah and i think a stout could be good too just depending i know karen said she doesn't like dark beers or whatever but i used mm-hmm. to have a friend from uh trinidad and he would take um the what is it guinness stout or whatever something stout and yeah. he, he would mix it with like fucking condensed milk and crushed ice and some other shit oh, man that shit yeah. tastes like a milkshake it was so good yeah. see i could drink something like yeah that. i'm like he had to like remix it but it was so like but what was funny is after i had the little milkshake version then i i, I didn't mind drinking stout like even without the milkshake stuff yeah. like i just needed to try it that one it's, time to kind of be like oh this was okay so this is the notes in it mm-hmm. that i like it, it's it's pretty good though um but it's more it like a sipping like thing a drug dealer. it was kind of like a drug dealer i mean look you put chocolate and <laughs> and milk yeah it was uh, that's what it was it was hershey syrup it was condensed milk oh and it was uh the stout and then crushed ice and then you mix it all around and you sip on that shit and it uh it'll knock your socks off player i'm telling you that sounds yeah more like a dessert yes because even Mm -hmm. for me i like uh 
I found out, uh, nigga, they got dessert wine, and they should have never showed me that shit, cause like, like wine wine, regular ass wine, yeah. was very bitter to me. And I, and people be like, ooh, put your pinky up, this is wine. I be like, this tastes like shit, it's bitter. I don't like the taste of it, cause I had a Negro <laughs> palate. You know, and I, and I, and I know there's people that love wine, and they probably call me blasphemous. I, I don't care, I don't like that mess. I found out it was some sweet wine, and it was, I mean, dessert wine, and it was on and popping for me. Like, and I also, when it comes to beers, I like, I found out I like beers with jalapenos in it. Mm-hmm. and, and okay. spiciness and it's actually really really good they have like a a local beer here that has jalapenos in it that's really good and dessert wine is that's no one's gonna it's not blasphemous to like dessert wine it's just basic like a lot of okay well then i'm a yeah, basic bitch a lot of a lot of black uh people <laughs> like dessert wines because they're sweet mm-hmm. that's why they always be talking you know about that moscato and then everybody That's right up my alley yeah and then of course all the the real wine people hate moscato to prove that they not you know down to the basic people or whatever but no nah, it's to me I'm, I'm like if you bought it and you like it then it's good what, yeah like, yeah so, so it's, it's not like no it's not like yes, me no drinking a beer gonna put it in your mouth is this is for me i don't even really care what you like you know Mm-mm. and roger no we keep wine in here i am a wine drinker yeah and that's what i was gonna say about the guinness stout you drink wine now that's not sweet i do it took right, me a while to get right. there that's kind of what it was with the guinness scout i tried to once he sweetened it i was like this is good after that i was like oh, i can just drink this straight it's great right and that's that's how like craft beer is like I, once i get you in I, you, you in you you gonna start to be more adventurous than, <laughs> like you gonna, <laughs> it's like i got you oh no but like there's always something there's a gateway to craft beer it's just a, a matter of finding what your craft and then then you'll be a little bit more accepting to all the other styles and mm. yeah it's beautiful and how has the rona affected the the, the craft beer industry and traveling and bars and because I'm, I'm assuming that's had to oh. affect a lot of places um especially depending on your location and then whether even if you're allowed to open in a lot of cases you have these like rules now you got to be outside six feet apart yeah. mask uh yeah. things of this nature i'm sure it's making a lot of people nervous and then when you add in traveling which is what you know a lot of what you do yeah. i'm sure even just hopping on a plane now is nerve-wracking so how's that affected everything for you yeah it's completely changed everything um it's like bars bars breweries like wineries are all like more or less struggling to like keep the lights on or like balance out their their uh their books and mm-hmm. and to like move from traditional like in-house like keg sales to actually canning and distributing mm-hmm. a lot of their beer and so it's 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 a quick shift like if you don't have the infrastructure to do that you have to find the infrastructure like build up your website to be able to like allow people to order online so Mm -hmm. it's it's hard um but a lot of people are 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 navigating it fairly well like i'm here in san diego and so like governor newsom's been on top of this Mm -hmm. um for the most part and it's been great to have like like solid leadership uh and and then like the breeze are just like following the abc um like alcohol control board and i would say one of the best things that has happened there's a lot of good beer in the streets right now, and it's like I could I could order beer, have it delivered um, from places that used to like sell out like that, 
Um, like all these special one-off beers are a lot easier to get to because now, now you can just buy it online and have it delivered to you. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, that's a good aspect of it. It's a lot easier to get, but Mm -hmm. like also in the back of the house, people are struggling. And so you have to like always think about like support these breweries, like, like leave that tip, like, Mm -hmm. like that tip is going to somewhere. Um, and, and like, yeah, yeah, I, it's hard, but it's yeah, I, I think that's something I hadn't even really thought about. But I'm glad we had you on because you know I do want to support our local breweries and mm-hmm. um, you know especially the ones that are participating in this uh, Black is Beautiful mm-hmm. uh, thing. So I'm gonna make sure we get offline to, to try to order some beer to let them know, like, hey man, we hope you we want you to be around when this Rona is done, you know, so we can yes. go and go inside the doors and be Black is Beautiful when it's allowed. Have have you seen yeah. a lot of breweries uh, step up as far as self-promoting? Because I know a lot of times for black people, self-promotion is some of the hardest shit. I don't know why it's very difficult for black people. They, You go, you have a diamond in your hand, promote you got a diamond, and we do everything we can but promote the diamond in our hand. So it's like people don't see what we have. But I also know that sometimes financially, we can't afford the best website or perform, you know what I mean? Perform to, to get those things up. And sometimes yeah. we don't have the ability to do it ourselves. Like, have you seen like a, a shift in people like helping each other out and, and kind of upgrading because of everybody being forced to be on the internet? Um, and some attributes. And I know I struggle with, uh, like my, my own self-emotion at times. Um, I, I definitely see a lot of like support within like the, the black craft community, people working together. Um, not everybody's like really able to, or have that like social media experience, uh, and able to like really just like grind out and like build a following and be active and get people to like want to like search them out and, What's really good is that the the network is a lot stronger these days. Uh, it's even if someone's not doing self promotion, someone someone within the community is is there like promoting them anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like I know um, I I see the chats, I see uh, some of my uh, syndicate brethren in, in there like always looking out. I know they they're always talking about the things that I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I and they're talking about the things that. I'm talking about the things that they're doing, like Eugenia, um, Shalanda in Chicago, it's Eric in Richmond. Like everybody's like definitely bond, bonding together um, to kind of just like keep everybody's name in the circle because uh, we need to push this forward. And truthfully, I, I'm not going to always be in the room where it happens. Like they're not going to be in the room where it happens. Uh, so like what's really been great is the fact that everybody's been been focused on including others mm-hmm. and like amplifying um, everybody's voice uh, so so that we move forward so yeah how, how do what would you t- suggest to somebody if they wanted to take a craft beer and pair it with like a meat let's say I, I, I got a steak and I want to get into craft beer what would be a good craft beer to pair with meat um, how are you seasoning the steak like just uh, salt, pepper, uh, garlic. I don't know. Uh, that's my assumption. Let's make it simple. Uh, 
Um, probably uh, to to not go too far away from like being able to just enjoy the flavors of the steak. I would do something <clears throat> a light lager, maybe a pilsner, um, mm. just because it's going to be clean, crisp, uh, and it's not going to have like any like overwhelming flavors on your palate. So you can really still enjoy um, the complexity of the cut that you have. I do like me a lager. That's cool too. Um, we're gonna keep it simple assume, assuming that you know they had a little extra money they just got paid so they was like you know what i'm gonna go out out yeah. on the state today what um and so also like when you're when you're traveling and all this stuff and you're uh you're drinking and stuff what like how big a priority is like safety and all of that stuff um when it comes to either attending events or you know getting home to and from events and all that Oh, it's always a, a, a mandatory, like, Uber and, like, Uber, Lyft and so forth, um, and going in groups. So yeah. when when you do travel, uh, like, try to do it in, in, in groups. I know I tend to be a, a very, like, lone wolf a lot of times. Um, but, like, always paying attention to your surroundings, um, staying hydrated. Mm. Uh, it, one thing that people don't realize, you don't have to finish every drink. Like, true. Like, like, it's only beer. It's meant to be enjoyed, but it's not the end all be all. Just, you could take a sip, enjoy the flavors and, and keep it pushing. It's not always about getting drunk. Um, yeah. it's kind of about the experience of the, the craft in front of you. Um, so always, uh, be mindful of how much you're drinking and try to have a buddy yeah uh, so that's definitely so what that's that, how uh, that's where that peer pressure comes in a little bit because i know i've experienced that before where like someone hits you with the you're not gonna finish your drink and you're like uh i'm full <laughs> you know like I've i'm, I'm actually good I, <laughs> yeah. I had enough of that beer and now i'm good uh yeah. with that with you know and there is that that moment like that's, i knew i was grown when i just started being like no <laughs> like that was enough i'm ready to go home i i would like to be able to drive like or, or you know you i'm gonna start drinking water now um and you know f mm-hmm. that beer so yeah i think that's a lot of it too and i one of the things i think is dope about the craft beer um community is that it doesn't seem to be as much about let's go get like wasted you know what i mean it's like let's enjoy this on our refined palates you know like it's just it's just like a a smidge of uh, classiness and sophistication added to it that takes away Mm -hmm. yeah it's not like because i feel like at least to me the way i got introduced to beer culture was drink as much cheap beer as fast as you can until you just can't remember what happened the rest of the night and Mm -hmm. craft beer seems to be a lot like one it costs a little bit more and then uh two it seems to be more about the taste you know yeah something you sip on Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah no it's it's that's definitely it um there 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 are aspects of of anything where people go above and beyond and a little wild and crazy uh i know i've done it myself right a few beer chugs here and there uh i feel like everybody (laughs) does like like it is beer everyone but it's just to me i felt like the way i was introduced to beer was almost like frat boy shit you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. yeah dude we're gonna get wasted it, it wouldn't matter what was in the fucking glass to be honest it, <laughs> it was like the point was at the end of the night to get blackout drunk 
and now i feel like it's you know it's like to enjoy the the tipsiness to the drunkenness to the whatever yeah. like you know maybe it's just we're getting older and it's like that maybe young kids are slamming uh shit natty lights or natty ice or whatever <laughs> maybe oh, they, they still they doing still that out here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we just old enough now to be able to afford the extra three dollars a glass and be like you know what i'm gonna chill on that play yeah. I've, I've had a hangover now yeah and it don't it don't hit the same mm-hmm. at 40 you know like you don't walk off of that Dude. the same once you hit like 30 oh, that hangover becomes a day or two long adventure <laughs> as opposed to that you know morning time Oh yeah, that uh that Sunday day drinking, uh, oh, and that man. Monday uh wake up is like, oh, what did I do? You know yeah, what? Uh, I don't need to see alcohol for a good, good while. <laughs> yes, because you know what? For the first time, you think I got a four hundred one k. Fuck this bullshit! Like you start really <laughs> thinking I'm grown. Like oh, 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 I got to pay the medical bill. I'm not on my parents' insurance no more. Yeah, I rem- fuck this. I remember when uh. I don't know maybe it's only it's probably only been like eight to ten years since we were able to do this but when we go to like a abc store or somewhere and or you go to a bar and you just be like you know what i'm feeling feeling good tonight i'm gonna go ahead and get the top shelf or i'm gonna go ahead and try that beer that you know was it ten dollars a glass you know what fuck it uh ten dollars you know me, yeah. me and Bay tonight getting that stuff in the back yeah. Yes. It, yeah. And you know what I realized? Not trying and then maybe this is just my my ignorance. It is worth it. Because what I realized yeah. is that the next day I got up, my black ass gone. Like I functioned just I was like, Oh, this is what it feels like when you drink the good shit. Like you can actually function, everything moves around, the room not spinning. You go I'm gonna start getting the top and put it like this. Even if I can't do the top shit, I do the middle. <laughs> yeah i remember yeah, we had yeah, that bottom shelf is, is we had an episode of uh ballsy sports where we got drunk like we drank tequila but it was something from the top shelf i can't remember the name, name of it mm, it, was, but it just, was top shelf. i just remember that it was like expensive tequila and i was like i'm never gonna drink this shit i don't even know why i bought it it's, it's too expensive to drink and then one night we were like let's let's try that tequila we got drunk yeah. and I, I justin couldn't drive home we had to get his wife to come get him and i just remember thinking like well we're gonna pay for this shit in the morning it's gonna be bad and we woke up the next day we were fine and i i really do think it was that extra whatever it was for that bottle that that saved us the hangover the next morning so i do uh i do bet that even with like the craft beer and stuff you're not you know like that hangover not the same as that natty ice uh hangover it's it's not it's just like there there are different impurities left in the in in and lower quality like drinks uh that like your body just doesn't like and yeah. so it has to like filter it all out uh like you, when it comes to like top shelf you normally don't um run into that issue unless you just you do a lot of it you have oh, to yeah. do it a lot so what do you think is next for like black people in the uh craft beer industry to do man because like you said there's um maybe not as much ownership of brews right now but i mean the culture is definitely growing and i think you know uh you know the hurdles in the industry i'm sure uh um at this moment must feel like closer to coming down than 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 before you know um i said the ownership is going to increase. Uh, I think one of the things that are going to be the most pivotal is the fact that 
we're going to have more say and influence in the public relations and the marketing of like craft beer. Mm-hmm. And it's, and that's going to completely change like who is, is really involved. And I'm, I'm just waiting for like, a, a, like a solid hip hop artist to actually <laughs> just like put, put craft beer on, on mm-hmm. the map. Like Nappy Roots are doing it already. They have their own, um, like brewery, but I, we, like the second, like somebody in, in like that B, a class just says, you know what? I want to get into craft beer and do it seriously. Yeah, like people are going to really pay attention, and that's going to put a lot of uh, people um, in in position of making some money. That makes really a lot of sense. The outlet that makes a lot of sense just because um, that's what happened with alcohol with liquor. Mm-hmm. Like one, yeah. you know, it was Puff Daddy and Jay Z and, and Rock, Rick says. Ross, and all this stuff, and they just started rapping about it. Because before that, they were rapping about it, but it was not their liquor. They were just, you know, we drinking Cristal yeah. and all this stuff. And so you got people buying. Oh, you know, the I'm sure the the bars like the day before was like, you know, we selling uh, Cristal. It's not even going to like VIP and putting it on ice. And then Puff Daddy or uh, Biggie puts it in a rap and they like, nah, this is for VIPs only, $400 a <laughs> bottle, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wonder if somebody could do that for a craft beer, you know, to elevate it that way. Yeah, it's a matter of when. It's a matter of uh, who wants to actually do it and, and do it, like, successfully. Like, we have some, like, major brands coming out of, say, uh, the West Coast, uh, Crowns and hop, they have they actually have a, a beer called Black People Love Beer, Black mm. Brown People Love Beer, like BL BLBL, yeah. Mm. Uh, and like they they're they've been able to like crowdfund. They're they're just a matter of just getting their shop open, and, mm. and they've been in Forbes and Vibe all over the place. Uh, so like that's going to be a standout. We have journalists in it. Um, Atlanta in general, I like to call it the Black Capital of Craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because so many like black people just into craft beer and it's all a family network, uh, so it's it, it's popping down there. So yeah, no, we yeah. just we just need somebody to put it on the map, like in in a few hip hop songs, and just like yeah. rap about it. Yeah, like some maybe some angel investors or something like that. Or mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, do y'all ever see black celebrities at these events yet? Has it has it gotten to that level yet? Um, personally, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not yet. Okay, it keep blowing that up. That is the goal, though. That's, yeah, you look, yeah. Reagan Gomez. I know you listen to this. You know, if you could just roll <laughs> out to an event, you know, what I'm saying, taste some selfies for the gram. You know, hold up that that black is beautiful beer. You know, what I'm saying, just you know, we're yep. just trying to help everybody get on the map. That's all. You know. Have you ever, or is there a black beer crawl anywhere in the country? Have you ever attended one, or do you um, know of one? Well, uh, we had the we had a uh, the the original Fresh Fest, which was like in Pittsburgh, um, and that was like the the Black Beer Festival. Uh, so it was like it's literally like like Yard Fest at Howard or. Uh, with like craft beer um, and a whole bunch of like black ownership and craft beer, uh, th- but COVID, um, 
but um, in in regards to like like beer crawls, there there are some people that put things together. I think uh, out of Chicago, there's a Hyde Park um, beer festival. Um, so so the, the attributes of that was like focusing like the black community, and that was started by I believe a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, every now and then, you'll see like small events here or there, but no, no like big like beer crawls that are necessarily just black focused it's like mm-hmm. beer crawls in general y'all ever run into like racial issues with people maybe like naming beer shit and it's just like you all two- the time uh- <laughs> <laughs> consistently no no uh, I, you don't even have to finish the question consistently uh, you be like no, i know you no. didn't name this beer big lip spooks and think it was gonna be okay um oh no there oh there, there, there's a brewery called black cot no um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh what no. else they didn't uh, even have a nerd to go by bbc they went by straight just black cock <laughs> come on man yeah iconography of like an actual cock that's black oh no black. oh like a bird the bird like the, the yeah oh yeah. wow um, wow oh you slick uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh you knew i knew yeah. i when uh, i asked the question it felt like i knew i the answer already and of course of course <laughs> yeah oh god yeah there have been some some that actually did like uh gang affiliated like they had a, like a east coast west coast with uh like like blood and crisp like bandanas on oh it, no white people i tell you they don't that's because they don't know they, they it never crossed their mind that someone might show up you know what I'm saying? and be they like what cool. the fuck is right this? that's what they really they need to do cool. they need to have some crypt show up at the bar then they'll be like oh you know what we need to change the name mm-mm, mm-mm. get we it get it off damn yeah. it something else they gonna have a black on black crime beer and shit like that like i'm just surprised they haven't had that type of shit just because you know it just like i guarantee you there's if there's a like a black lives matter type of brew there's got to be a blue lives matter and an all lives matter because uh-huh. you know they can't help it they really can't help themselves <laughs> like, what you look like ordering that shit you know what i mean <laughs> Let me let me get one of your you finest, like a bunch of stares from the one black person in the room. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just talking. Oh my good buddy, Brandon's here, man. Oh well, I love you, best black friend, best friend. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let me get two <laughs> blue lives matter. What you drinking? You want one too? You want to? <laughs> I know what you want. You want that black lives matter, don't you? I got, got you one. Give me a blue lives matter. Give him a black lives matter, and then we are gonna split our all lives matter together uh for solidarity <laughs> but nah that's i i don't know it just seems like it's always you know some type of hurdles i know i had i can't remember man we i can't even remember the podcast it's been so long ago but, but i do remember there was like a uh company that they i think they named a beer something like native american or indian but they were like i think it was bird song was mm-hmm. it but like they were white and so people was like yeah you got to rename the beer like you not you're not this ethnicity that this beer is promoting and it has none of the proceeds yeah. are going to it like you just think it's something cool to throw on your right. cover and, and 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 it's you know it's disrespectful to the culture um so i'm sure that it has to be those type of fights and hopefully people are listening to it now you know if they, i mean if not they never gonna listen slowly <laughs> slowly <laughs> like uh they they get checked 
um, consistently. Um, Instagram, you can't hide on Instagram. No, you can't. Uh, <laughs> like the second you release that, uh, screenshots are out, and there there are beer blogs that are just just there to let people know like you fucking up. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite place to go to get beer? Like, what's your What's your favorite place to travel to right now? When we or put it this way, when um, we can travel again. What's the first place on your yeah. top of your list? You like we can travel again. This is where I'm going. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Japan this year. Like <sighs> just straight up. <laughs> like I back in January, I claimed this this is gonna be my ramen year. So mm, I'm like, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm I feel you on that. I was like, I want to eat some real ramen. Uh, yes. <laughs> like I was gonna run a half marathon. I was gonna go to this beer big uh, beer festival in Japan and just like live it up. Oh shit nope uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> can i get my money for my flight back because i mean that's not happening yeah it's, like the only place we can go is mexico right mexico yeah uh, I mean, they got some good beer down there but so i know yeah. it ain't the same as japan dog like and then um <laughs> how much is food like how much is this food culture do you get to experience from all this traveling too because i know you've chosen to concentrate and promote like beer but i imagine you're eating some delicious meals mm-hmm. if you're if you're adventurous with beer i'm assuming you're, you're trying a bunch of food and stuff too. oh yeah Oh yeah, I treat myself. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm on travel, I, I'm going to like the local spots, um, like like local bakeries, like signature restaurants. Um, man, uh, I think when I was in Beijing, like I went to this like this random place that the hotel recommended, like supposedly world renowned for Peking duck. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> delicious yeah you ever, that's, you that's ever put like, the food up. I, you don't know when you're gonna get back you ever put the food on the blog because I, I, I always see the pictures of the of the beer now i'm curious as to what what's going what's going with this beer what with the plates you know what i mean <laughs> oh sometimes um so i actually i have like the like diversify your palate and like black beer travelers sometimes i'll take pictures with the food and the beer pairings um that i'm enjoying i think one of the last ones i did was a, a charcuterie board with mm-hmm. like a, a beer out of st petersburg uh, uh florida mm-hmm. excuse me okay. but um on diversify your palate uh dyp lifestyle mm-hmm. that's where i put a lot of a lot of the food that i'm enjoying um I, I posted that a little bit less because you know managing multiple accounts is mm-hmm. is taxing Right. Um, with a full time job and and just trying to have a personal life too. So, uh, but yeah, the food is always somewhere in the background. I like, and sometimes I don't like to take pictures of it. It's like, truthfully, I just want to enjoy it. Right. Like, I, yeah. About a week ago, I took like some time off of Instagram. I'm just like, don't post anything. It's mm-hmm. like refuel myself you know mm-hmm. like like i'll take uh weeks off and right and this is like yeah no i i need to recharge myself and not feel like i i should be posting absolutely because it's uh it's kind of like me with tv like we review some tv shows but you know obviously i don't want to turn everything i watch into a job because right. when i review a tv show i'm actually it's work like i'm i'm watching yeah. it more than once i karen sat here and watched me like play like play 30 seconds pause type out a note put in a joke 
play 30 more seconds pause <laughs> rewind to make sure that the 30 seconds before that go you know like i've like i'll watch say game of thrones is an hour <clears throat> i'll watch that first hour live like everybody else and then i'm watching that shit again and it's taking me two hours to watch it because i gotta mm-hmm. stop it same thing with the walking dead and so it is this fine line where i don't want just viewing things to become work right so now i can't really watch right. a movie and enjoy it i gotta stop and like okay what am i gonna do with the review how are we gonna do this and so i could imagine that with food and drink because those are two things everyone does and then, and it's like yeah. but for you it's okay i gotta get the placement on this i gotta get the lighting right i gotta get the mm-hmm. the you know am i gonna mm-hmm. put a uh am i gonna put a filter on this uh are we drinking with friends okay do i need someone to come hold the camera do i need to set up my tripod like it's a lot of work and you in the, in your right. mind when you woke up you probably was like i just want a sandwich and a brew and that you know <laughs> like like can i just have a sandwich and a <laughs> brew today <laughs> yeah just sit on my my couch and um and binge on umbrella academy you know you know i just yeah I just, just kick it <laughs> yes yeah, definitely a fine line do y'all have like because i know you have all types of people in the black craft beer community but like every community do you have like those bougie ass niggas where you like you need to go somewhere and sit down and calm down and just enjoy your beer <laughs> uh yeah yeah, I, I can be that guy sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, sometimes I, I, I get like, uh, I put on my, my beard, uh, my beard judge certification and, and I just start ah, like, like, <laughs> writing things out. <laughs> and other times I'm just like, no, you know what? It's not that important. Yeah. Like, is there? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, we're all in there. I assume, cause I know within black podcasting, you have your, your different factions and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. It's not a monolith. Mm-mm. Is it like that with the brew like situation? Is it, you know, or is it so small everyone kind of has to get along right now? Um, no, people are straight up beefing. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny, man, cause I love, beefing. I love being black because <laughs> If you're black, it becomes a thing where you're gonna end up with other black people unless you really anti-black. Like it's almost yeah. impossible. Yeah. Like just if you you know when people make those debates about PWIs and HBCUs, I'm like, well, wherever they go, they're gonna group up with the black people. Come on. So it don't really matter. Yeah. Like not that it yeah, don't matter right. at all, but but yeah, they still gonna have a black. Yeah, experience. they got a black student union for right. a reason at every school because black people be like, oh, another black, let's hang out um but at the same time it it, it is that thing we want to come together and then you get together you be like i don't know if we should have got together you 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 don't we not the same Mm, (laughs) you might cross the picket line on me like what is what is black black what is black beer beef like like what is that even uh (laughs) it is um uh it's it's just like you would expect uh uh, there's, there's, uh, like confusion, um, misrepresentation, mm. a lack of information, mm. um, and then people are just expected to choose sides. Mm. Uh, and then other people just like, I'm not choosing sides. I got this. This is my mission. And so right. y'all, y'all, y'all do that over there. I'm going to make sure that this mission keeps get, mm. getting pushed forward. I'm let, right. Don't worry me in that. <laughs> I feel um, you yeah but for the most part everybody's everybody's good but you, you know yeah it seemed like alcohol would be a thing that seemed like alcohol seemed like it'd be a thing that would bring everybody together but 
yeah what's she throwing branding and business and, and money. money yeah it's, and money. somebody is gonna fall out it don't it don't really matter you know yeah <laughs> like i'm not getting my proceeds of this black lives matter bill what about my black life you know what i mean and it's like oh uh, like should i be drinking this or not you know uh, mm. as long as they're not getting drunk and fighting i mean that's that's really the main thing you want to avoid yeah you know i i, I haven't heard of that issue yeah you know? nobody's throwing a chair and then just uh everybody just like gets to brawling that's uh, dope <laughs> That right there has already got a notch over the uh, Henny Palooza and uh, no. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been to those things. Like, yeah, uh, get out when you get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's got a Come little bit of that one. <laughs> it's like you gonna go to Crown Royal Con? No, nah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go ahead and head up to the uh, Beer Summit, bro. <laughs> Think I'm gonna take this year off. I'm trying to keep all my kidneys intact um what do you do what do you do for like you know because i heard you say something about running a half marathon and all this stuff so what do you do to offset the consumption of all this beer or you know like what what do you have to do to especially as you get older you know oh yeah so um i think at i was young like in middle school and and realized i wanted to be healthy uh, I wanted abs, and so, uh, <laughs> like, since then, I've just been, like, <coughs> adamant um, about being healthy mm. uh, and, and eating eating balanced meals. Mm. Uh, that's what uh, being on a meal plan would do, because you got to get your, <laughs> you got to get food when you can. Uh, so, got, college really got me, like, how to balance my meals, mm. and so I just keep that up. During the week, I try to eat majority like salads for like lunch. Um, have a very like health conscious um, protein, vegetable, and um, general nutrients um, throughout the week. On the weekends is when I like treat myself really, and I, I don't eat. You won't see a salad in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I'm I'm eating eating for experience, uh, mm-hmm. for taste, and just like put it in front of me with going to town. Um, and I work out. Like, mm-hmm. because with all the calories and additives and stuff that are in mm-hmm. things like, like craft beer, mm-hmm. spirits and so forth, I, I wouldn't be able to, like, maintain mm-hmm. um, if I didn't, like, balance it out. It's, yeah, it's like I a whole... To, I would fail on a <laughs> goal yeah, I made for myself as a young boy. It seems like it's got to be, like, a whole lifestyle approach at some point if mm-hmm. uh, you choose to, you know, to make... Uh, black beer and traveling all part of this you know part of your your brain it's like you gotta be yeah. thinking about it holistically because you know i'm sure like i said for safety sake health sake all that type yeah. of stuff and then with the coronavirus shit out here i know that's got to be extra scary for people uh within the industry so how yeah, long how long you been, been doing it, it by the way uh so the instagram and like social media since 2018, mm-hmm. like traveling for beer since 2011. Um, that's when I did my first trip, and that's when it's all just kind of just introduce as many black people as I can to like craft beer. Uh, it's it's been fun. I, I I converted a lot of people to craft beer. Mm-hmm. I think uh, highlights have been like my my cousin and and like uh, like close family yeah because it's like a culture you see people like it's 
it's, it's yeah. literally like uh getting somebody into game of thrones or something because I, I just feel like it's it's deep <laughs> like the like everything within the the, the mythology of craft beer is, is just as deep as some game of thrones shit where it's like oh no nah, this is what the ipa means this is a lager this is this yeah. oh no nah, they make they brew this this and they can this this way and this is you know th- this subtle difference is why the beer tastes better in this area of town and not that area of town so like it can get pretty extensive you know yeah yeah that's exactly it and there's so many changes and and truthfully beer normally only has uh four ingredients it's like water hops yeast and malt Mm -hmm. um and so from there like people have done like amazing things and then on top of that like just it it gets pretty entertaining um and it's definitely something you could uh like learn to enjoy and find something for you and when earlier you talked about bottling a beer like so have mm-hmm. you you've brewed beer before too like the that that process yes i have so i haven't i've like a i've assisted the brewing of like i think at this point like three or four different beers mm. um so i excuse me i helped uh-huh. brew uh one of the black is beautiful um collaborations here in san diego uh, that was a cool experience. It's like on this like massive like twenty gallon, um, I think, um, or twenty barrel system. Um, and then today I bottled the Black is Beautiful with a, a different brewery, mm. uh, and that was like my first time like bottling, mm. and so that was pretty cool. Like tasted the beer like like fresh out the uh, out the tank. Um, so yeah. It's, it's a fun experience there's so much to learn in the in the back of house uh that you never see um just when they pour you a beer from the tap you think you could ever get involved in you know like maybe trying to own your own brewery one day or uh that that side of it or you, do you prefer to just be on the like kind of the critic uh taster enjoyer side uh i've thought about it um i, I figured i would be more inclined to do a tap room versus a brewery mm-hmm What's the Mainly difference? Because uh, so with the tap room, you don't necessarily have to brew the beer. Um, mm-hmm. You can have like uh, like a number of guest taps from all the other breweries. So you have oh, like keg okay. from say your favorites, uh, some black owned breweries, and so forth. It's your actual brewery, you have to you're, you're dealing with the process of actually purchasing the ingredients and brewing the beer, um, fermenting it, and like ensuring quality all the way up to um, the pouring of the beer um, it's extensive it's costly and you need a lot of capital mm. um, and I don't know if I I want to build that type of infrastructure yet I've, I've more or less been focused on like the unification of people and the collaboration of like culture and that's something that you can get a lot easier and I would enjoy a tap room where people um, would like would come in and actually just be able to sit down and enjoy um craft beer experience um like a well-rounded diverse uh craft beer experience what's the difference between you were saying that you go and you were doing it today and they actually you got beer like straight i guess out of the brewery machine um yeah. what's the difference between that and what i drink as a consumer um so it's what you drink as a consumer comes out in probably either can and bottle form or draft lines. And so there's a, like a transport process that 
dispute that happens from say where where the the beer is like actually fermenting um and where it's actually getting like transferred and like held at a given temperature before it's like kegged off um or bottled off and so like when it's like fresh off the tank it's like it's still in in the tank itself it may not have been like actually uh like carved or added that carbonation um it's more or less like the straight beer itself so they're actually kind of tasting it to see if they need to make any modifications or changes to to get almost like a cooking process yes it's exactly like a cooking process and that's why um like cooking is like baking and that's Mm -hmm. why i'm kind of terrible at it like i'm (laughs) i can cook (laughs) i can't bake and so yeah, there is a yeah, so but like, baking you, you have can to be precise. Really fuck some shit up when you bake. Mm-hmm. Like cooking, you could you could you could tweak, you, you could season. Um, no baking, uh, I ain't got that down. Do we have any like TV shows about beer culture and and traveling drinking beer yet? Like, because I you know I think we have that stuff with food for sure. You know, Food Network and all mm-hmm. that stuff, but. You know, just thinking off the top of my head, I'm like, is that a void that can be filled? Is there an empty spot for going around tasting beer? There is. There is an empty spot. I I believe the owners of, like, BrewDog out of, like, I think uh, the UK had a TV show for a minute. And I think there was something recently on Netflix, but Mm -hmm. it was trash. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are people trying to put together, like, actual TV shows uh and 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 so forth but a lot of that got like kind of shut down yeah i can uh, imagine now because because <laughs> there's no travel. no filming anywhere it's just gonna be people sitting at their table in their house opening up different beers like all right trying this one on zoom yeah it's not gonna be the same but like you know it's got to be some type of equivalent to that because you know when it comes to food it's not like i can like taste the food you know what i mean right it's, it's not like watching guy yeah. fieri drive around like i'm like oh yeah i had those fries so i'm like why is why wouldn't there be there has to be a market for that with beer too and as much as beers becoming about like culture and yeah. different causes and stuff i mean I, you know maybe that's a lane I, maybe that's an instagram thing a youtube thing i, I don't know I, I can see that I, I i've met a few people trying to do something similar um it's just uh it's just a matter of when um i believe someone out of atlanta may either i know two people that may be doing something of that sort and Mm -hmm. so that that's like the real l sharpton um Mm -hmm. he's a journalist out of atlanta yeah (laughs) yeah l sharpton yeah yeah that's not i'm sure that's not confusing to people Uh, (laughs) you know who's showing up here today to drink with us l sharpton what the reverend no 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 the journalist <laughs> i would love to see al sharpton drinking some beer though let me get one of those black is better coming up next on <laughs> politics nation coming up next <laughs> in, the, in the windbreaker drinking yeah yeah drunk yeah, al sharpton every time he moved that's all you hear check out the bang uh i got on this perm right here as we come back with some old alcohol up on politics nation uh karen are you gonna say something uh uh-uh, go ahead oh all right sorry about that um <laughs> but yeah i'm sorry the reverend drinking beer would be too good oh i know what i'm gonna say with the tv shows yes if you get the right type of personality it would be great because the thing about food i watch a lot of those, like the food channel food network i can watch them on netflix 
and you have to have like for my experience the right type of personality and you need to be enthused about it and you need to be able to describe it for yeah. people for people that mm-hmm. aren't there so you need to be highly educated and be able to describe what you're doing and things like that and it it would it will really really grow and Jawan brought up a few of the the shows in the chat just so that we don't get a bunch of emails about the the shows uh <laughs> brew dog dark horse nation <laughs> united states of drinking booze travelers so that's some of the shows so i guess they have them i just you know but don't they really never see them. got to the point where they're mainstream <clears throat> yeah and i didn't realize it until i i was on youtube just surfing i like watching people go around trying shit mm-hmm. like uh i can't even remember mark weems i think is his name on youtube he just be around thailand eating food and shit and yes i just like watching that motherfucker go places that just be like wow yes <laughs> with those eyes his eyes I mean, are so eyes. big he loves love spicy food he make everything look delicious don't that's, he don't. That, that's the key because some of that shit might not even be hitting but he know how to make me feel like it is hitting he he really be like i just warmed up a bowl of ramen in the microwave i'm like oh i know this gonna be good you know <laughs> so i want to like i believe in that dude i feel like we just need something like that for beer man he just has a like a very happy pleasant face mm-hmm. um yeah. so yeah man um that's I watch a few of his videos yeah that dude like that's dope man we just you know gotta do that for the only thing is like who wants to be that guy for beer though you know what i mean because you gotta be able to like sell it you know like oh, i'm drinking this beer y'all oh look at how i'm pouring in the glass like you gotta really be ready to be that guy i feel like i'm a little too self-conscious to to be the guy that tells you to like to drink some some beer you know yeah you, you, you have to be free to just uh be you just to, like you know yeah. what just go for it just yeah it's okay to be silly just just authentic right because yeah. he probably rich you know what i'm saying so what am i saying like he probably yeah. like <laughs> while i'm over there trying to be cool with my noodles and shit mark over there in the corner with just him and his camera like talking to the camera like guys you don't know what i'm gonna do I'll put some peppers in yes he went when they were social <laughs> oh, distancing yeah. he even would have videos of him with the separation and not everything <laughs> it's like the people filming filming tiktok in the parking lot and you just see them just like oh it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, like, they're getting it right. <laughs> they, you know one million views yes thank you yes like, i drove past him going to work this morning yeah you see <laughs> those yeah like sometimes I, I love the videos of someone someone is recording another person doing a tiktok and yes. they always do have that look like look at these clowns i'm like that could be a millionaire over there you don't know they might be a millionaire over there with that goofy ass look at my dance you know <laughs> so yeah why you judging um man but yeah it's um i'm looking forward to you know virtually hanging out with you um at fresh fest um digi digi fest uh this saturday um like uh it seems like you know you got there's like an entire beer community where would you tell people to go to like find out more about the black beer community um you know what? I would actually go, like, actually on my website, I've created a, a map of, like, like black-owned things in craft. So, mm-hmm. it's like, breweries, uh, wineries, spirits, um, some craft beer br- brands, and, like, other diversely-owned breweries and, and 
and enthusiasts around the world. Uh, that's a great way to, a great place to start. Um, if you want to like see these people on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, or like show up at the actual breweries or, or winery or so forth. Um, and what's, what's the website? website? It's, oh, diversifyyourpalette.com. Um, and uh you can also get there by going to uh, black beer traveler or black beer travelers.com takes you to the same web- website love the branding like instagram love by the way love <laughs> love love some good branding okay i love that bro <laughs> thank you like a lot of, not enough people do that man where you like like if you put it at com, you coming to the blackoutist.com you put it at net, yeah. you coming to the blackoutist.com we gotta simple. get it all because i know people be putting the wrong thing sometimes so that's real smart i'll make sure yep. to put it in the show notes <laughs> thank you uh and then um instagram where where a lot of us there and facebook you know uh it's like there are so many um craft beer groups for like black people and diversity people to like really grow their understanding and your network and people are mad welcoming um uh, we just want want to like share the beer and what the culture with you um so you could type in like black beer travelers pretty much twitter facebook instagram and also like uh craft women connect um is a good one for like women really interested in in uh craft uh what else um yeah that's a good point because it does always feel like um beer culture is man culture and shit too so much you know so much of it has been defined over the years by toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. shit where it's let's get Mm -hmm. drunk let's get blackout let's you know try to get some women and yeah like i said it's it's like in a weird way it's like craft beer is opening up a lane for people to be like nah we're gonna like we're we're trying to be more inclusive we're trying to invite more people and i you know like i I, it's good to see that you know to some extent that's starting to open up yeah because especially you know as a black woman that likes to brunch i guarantee you it's somebody drinking uh that and they brunching you know Mm -hmm. so i know that that's going hand in hand somewhere Mhm, mhm. Like that, beer mimosas are a thing. Yep. Ooh, I didn't know that. I like me a mimosa. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I messed around and found out you could do it with pineapple and all these other juices and cranberry juice. You should have never told me that. Yeah, and I mean, I, oh yeah, yeah. I see on the gram like you know y'all y'all always like kind of out and about or hanging out, you know, like doing these events and stuff like that with people um and so it does seem like a like a community you know what i mean like you must be getting to know people and stuff that uh you know looking forward to hanging out like you said whether it's digitally or in person so you know that's that's dope man that you're uh you know expanding like that and obviously we wish you much more you know success Mm -hmm. on your path man we appreciate it thank you thank you no i've been a major fan of the show oh man thank oh, you thank you babe yeah every t- once in a while you would tag me on instagram or something tag our show to instagram or something i'm like oh man this looks pretty cool like you know but you know we we really didn't know much about uh brewing and mm-hmm. the brew culture and all that stuff so and then uh as i always say it's better to email than to, uh to, yeah. to send me a message on instagram i'll be forgetting i get like someone messaged me i'll it'd be six months later like what Did, wait don't i know them yeah. oh 
yes you know so it was and i tell people that too on our email because you're guaranteed to get a response yeah i'm glad we was able to link up man um we appreciate you know we appreciate you coming on we do thank you thank you well all right brandon um listen uh check him out y'all please do at least follow him on the on the gram minimum because like i said seeing uh all these pictures of smiling black people hanging out uh drinking um and, and he, i don't know if you have a photographer you do this all yourself you know you, you have some great pictures on here like you really do put a lot of thought into like the composition and uh the you know when when there is food in there you know it's like beautifully set up and all this stuff so you know i feel like you know for instagram at minimum people should be following you uh i'm showing some people some of the stuff on the um on the gram now so yeah like this is this is what's up man um make sure y'all get out here and follow the brother all right uh remember when we used to oh, yeah. be that close to other yeah, people right there i got my first uh pay, real paycheck oh word uh, yeah 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 i got sponsored uh like like jagermeister was like oh let me uh you want to uh do this for us i was like that's part of the um uh like white people um realizing black uh mm. black people are in this love it mm. okay no, that, that, yeah get Thank that white money. guilt money yep. what what is that that green bottle <laughs> jaegermeister oh yeah um we my boy Derek used to have a jaeger machine a jaegerator i believe it was called oh okay in his house and uh oh that's some serious love they used to get hammered on that stuff look at this picture man look at this oh, composition dude you put a beautiful. lot of thought into this so yeah man yeah, that was a drunk afternoon too i can imagine because that's a lot of different beers um in these cans i didn't even know they uh necessarily came into different colors like this right that's what's up yeah man. so those are some of the um the beers that uh karen will probably enjoy because of some of them like uh like fruited mm-hmm. uh basically like raspberries blueberries stuff like that Ooh, i like um, the one with the word the fro oh yeah that's a black owned brewery um out of like sacramento um called uh urban roots uh mm. and so uh rod you're a fan of like jurassic five right yeah yeah so that can was uh like that's the citra um concrete schoolyard but the original um the original uh can is actually a reference to a j5 song oh um, that's dope man yeah well, it, like it, it's called like uh that one's Citrusastic, the other one's like uh, Underground Tastic, like uh, a rabbit <laughs> in a hat trick. Wraps are from Jurassic, yeah. Oh, that's man, I love black people, man. We always can make it something lit. Uh, <laughs> Come on, like whatever you're yep. into, we are making it dope. So, um, all right, man. Well, look, that I feel like you know normally we do like some news and all this stuff, but I feel like this this is a great get to gonna, know you. Keep it like we've been having guests on and just just asking how they handling it in the rona and all that stuff this is a, to me a dope introduction um and i hope everything is going well for you in the rona um you know like you said working from home and whatnot even though you can't travel yet and and do a lot of stuff that you want to do hopefully uh when this passes you can get back on these streets and in these glasses yep. <laughs> all right y'all well, thank um, you for having me no problem man thank you for hanging out with us brandon we'll be back tomorrow um and then i think wednesday is uh chris lamberth is gonna be the guest on the show Yay. so all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>